Money FM 89.3. Best of your money. Money and me on your money. Only on Money FM 89.3. Singapore will raise the retirement age to 63 and the re-employment age to 68 from the 1st of July this year, 2022. The end goal to increase the retirement age to 65 and re-employment age to 70 by the end of 2030 here in Singapore. Now, when you think of retirement, what comes to mind for you? Is it saving as much as possible in terms of your CPF? Is it being debt-free? Is it investing as much as possible before your retirement date? Can you think of yourself in order to plan for your retirement? Or are the requirements of caring for your family, caring for your aging parents, are those the priorities in your life now? Well, NTUC Income this year launched a campaign. It's called the Me First campaign. They want to help educate consumers on retirement planning through this whole idea of putting yourself first. Now, is that an alien concept to you? We'll get into that in a while. But here to answer all our questions on retirement is Tan Chuan Hao. He's Chief Agency Officer at NTUC Income. And I understand this is a topic close to his heart. Good morning, Chuan Hao. Good morning, Michelle. Well, thank you for joining us. I wonder if we can start with a general overview. In your opinion, how confident are Singaporeans in our ability to really retire? Ah, okay. Well, uh, last year, Income conducted a survey. Um, It was titled Redefining the Prime of Life. Mm -hmm. And this was done with uh, more than 1,000 Singaporeans aged 40 to 65. And the the key was to understand their attitudes towards uh, seizing the prime of their lives in their retirement years. Uh, Interesting findings from the survey, those that believe that they will stop working by 65, only 54% mentioned that they will have saved enough money to be able to retire by 65, uh, which shows that there's still a big gap to prepare uh, adequately for retirement. Um, Other than the study that the income has has done, there was uh, an external study as well to show that almost half of Singaporeans have yet to start planning, especially um, those below 35 years old. Um, as you mentioned earlier, um, at Income, we, we launched uh, uh, an approach for retirement planning, uh, deliberately called the Me First mentality. Mm. And I think that, that uh, although on, on first sound, it may sound like a very selfish kind of a tagline, it really isn't. Um, Me First is built on the culture and Singapore that uh, many Asian countries live in, that we tend to put others before ourselves, right? We right. tend to be excessively generous with others and, you know, that's, that's really how we function. Um, but, but what we really want to achieve with the Me First campaign is to communicate the importance of prioritizing ourselves uh, before anybody else to make sure that when we plan and be financially independent for ourselves, we're actually helping those um, around us as well. Think of it like being on an aeroplane and I know many of us haven't done that for a really long time. <laughs> when, you know, when the oxygen mask drop, they're always told, first wear it for yourself before you help others. And I think that's the essence of what uh, we're trying to achieve here. It's an interesting campaign. I mean, how does it square with this whole idea of filial piety that is so entrenched in Asian cultures? The idea that you do need to take care of your, your elderly parents, your aging grandparents. So where does the me fit in uh, to the, this whole host of commitments, financial commitments people have when it comes to planning for retirement? 
absolutely right, um, Michelle. In fact, this this whole campaign, although it does sound like a me first, it has a lot to do with filial piety and taking care of the family as well. Mm. Um, many of us, uh, we, you know, we, we are living in a sandwich generation where, where we do have uh, uh, perhaps slightly more aged parents to take care of, perhaps young children, you know, and, and all these are, are, are poor on our resources, uh, both in terms of time and money, right? Um, and, and this is a very healthy thing, right? Because uh, the communities and families that we have in Singapore and many of the Asian cultures are extremely closely knit. Um, my advice to those who find themselves as part of this generation is to remember that with proper financial planning, and if they put themselves first, they can break the cycle and become that, and they themselves become financially independent in the future, freeing up their children um, uh, financially, and their children will not have to inherit any financial burden, and the children can then chase their own dreams, right? Uh, YOLO, you only live once, right? And I'm sure <laughs> the children would love that opportunity to, to have that YOLO opportunity. So here in Singapore, uh, we're looking to raise the re-employment age to 70 by the end of 2030, allowing for more to be financially independent and to keep working in their older age. What do you think should be some of the key considerations people have when they are planning for retirement? I mean, should you think of it as the date when you stop working or the date when you pair back on working? What, in your opinion, are the key pillars for retirement planning? Right. So, Michelle, um, I think uh, myself and many financial planners alike would probably uh, put this down to three uh, key pillars. Um, the first one would be to start early, right? The key considerations for retirement planning. The first one would be to start early because, of course, the, for the longer time we have, um, um, the, the much less risk we have to take, uh, rate of return that, that we need to assume to reach the same amount that we need, right? Um, some people may think retirement planning is far off in the future, but don't be misled by that illusion because it can happen a lot faster than we think. Two years have flown by, COVID has come, and we hope it'll be gone soon. But, you know, two years has gone by so fast, and I'm sure many of us would agree um, um, that time really does fly. Um, I, I would urge the, the listeners, uh, as well as um, everyone out there, to start the retirement and savings plan soon if they not, have not yet uh, started off. Mm -hmm. Sometimes when people start too late, um, they realize that they need a very high rate of returns to achieve their retirement goals and they may end up taking excessive risks that they otherwise weren't prepared to take. And of course, in good times, they'll be happy, but uh, in, in, in bad times, then they'll kind of uh, you know, regret that action. The second pillar which, which I would recommend is to adopt the pay-yourself methodology like what we mentioned, right? Mm. Uh, even though many of us have so many uh, obligations, raising kids, looking after parents, healthcare costs, credit cards, current current utilizations, right? There are so many things that, that always is struggling for, for our money. Mm. Uh, at the same time, we also do not advocate that you, you, you pinch away so much money for the future that you do not have enough to enjoy life at the moment. That's uh, always sure. a key I mean, balance, right? Exactly, right? I mean, all of us want that, that, that good meal in the restaurant. All of us want to treat our family well. All of us do want to have a bit of money to travel. Uh, but, but I think we need to pay ourselves first. And I think a very simple strategy that we can adopt for, for paying ourselves first, thinking of ourselves, me first, would be to, to think of how we do a very simple equation at the, at the start or at the end of the month when we receive our paychecks, right? Mm -hmm. Most people would think income minus expenses equals to savings. So they'll save whatever's there. But really, it should be income minus savings equals to expenses. Right. So first, yeah, so, 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 so first we, we'll probably say that we will probably want to determine how much you want to save 
And from that kind of savings, you then determine how much you can spend. I like that. It's not how much you make, it's how much you keep. One of my favorite guests likes to say, how much do you keep of what you make for yourself? So pay yourself first. According to a recent study, a single elderly retiree would need about $1,421 every month for basic living expenses. So the crew have done a little bit of calculation over 20 years and they say you'll need about 331000 in retirement savings if you were to retire at 62. And they've left out inflation in their calculations. Everybody has their own arcane calculations depending on their lifestyle, the kind of lives they want to lead, how many times they want to eat out and so on and so forth. But help us out with the basic figures. Many struggle with figuring out how much they will actually need to retire. So do you have some examples of how we can figure out that sum and then work backwards from there to determine how much we should be paying ourselves or perhaps be looking for returns for in the investment world? Sure, Michelle. I think many, many of us out there think that there's a magic number to retirement, right? Four and 65, you know, things like that. Yeah. Uh, but, but really, it depends on the kind of lifestyle that, that we would love to have. And I think uh, you rightly pointed out earlier, Michelle, that uh, there has to be a balance between current spending and future spending. And when we want to think about what we want to do in retirement, it really varies from person to person. Some people are very comfortable sitting at home the whole day watching Netflix. Uh, some people want to actually travel the world instead of just watching it on Netflix. It really depends on what they would like, right? I think the rule of the thumb is uh, we all want to enjoy our retirement, not retire from enjoyment. So if, if, we, if we uphold that principle, we have to make sure that we have sufficient. And what, what do we need to do, right? So just a few quick steps. First, I think we need to think about the kind of retirement lifestyle we would like to have. Is it a simple comfortable or luxurious lifestyles. Um, probably that is a function of the lifestyles that we are enjoying at the moment. And then uh, listeners can then pack an estimated amount that they think they need on a monthly basis, assuming they were to retire now, for example. Mm-hmm. Would one need 1,000, 2,000, 10,000 per month, whatever is their current lifestyle. And then we work in an annual inflation rate. I think 3 to 4% is a fair number to work with. Mm-hmm. And that should get them the amount that they need for retirement. And so we also need to consider the number of years between now and retirement. Uh, there will be known as the accumulation phase, where we also need to assume a certain rate of return on that investment, be it perhaps a more conservative uh, savings plan, uh, be it a more aggressive investment plan, and ultra-aggressive uh, kind of instruments like crypto or NFTs, perhaps even speculative. What's the kind of uh, range of investments that the investor wants to look at to increase that, that pot of gold at the end? And lastly, mm-hmm. and lastly yeah. um, they will have to look at what's the drawdown period, right? From the time of retirement, be it age 65, 63 or 70, from that age of retirement, um, take away the typical lifespan. That's considered typical lifespan. And that's the number of years that they will need uh, for drawdown. What is the amount needed for the drawdown? And from there, we'll be able to figure out. Uh, if it does sound a little bit complicated, <laughs> it can get a little bit complicated. Um, speak to a financial planner uh, uh, or or find some online retirement calculators, uh, of which there are plenty, uh, mm. and, and, and that will certainly be able to help you figure out how much you need. 
Okay, well, thanks for being here and answering our questions. Tan Chuan Hao is Chief Agency Officer NTUC Income. It always helps when you have a friendly voice to turn to. I'm going to ask you a question that I hear a lot from listeners. I mean, does it go without saving that you have to be debt-free when you're planning for your retirement? Because we know there's good bad debt and there's bad debt. And sometimes debt's part of the, I don't know, business that you're starting because you have retirement in mind or that house that you're taking on because you're planning to downgrade later in life. So what are your thoughts on debt and retirement planning? I think it depends on the individual's propensity to, to take risk and his, his own appetite to take risk, rather, right? Um, and, and some will naturally be higher risk than, than others. Uh, we have seen many business owners and some very successful ones still leveraging on good debt even in their 60s and 70s, right? Mm. So it doesn't necessarily mean that um, somebody in 60s and 70s cannot afford to take risk nor have no appetite to take risk. It really depends on what they want to do uh, and, and whether they are comfortable and uh, familiar with the uh, kind of investments that they are going into. If it's an area that they have been used to their whole life and if they, they feel that it's something that can make money for them, I think it's still, still okay to go into a good debt. Uh, of course, we should try to reduce all our uh, not-so-good debt in your retirement because that can uh, help us reduce our risk. And perhaps one more thing I'd just like to add to, yes. to um, in the whole equation mm-hmm. is that we should also always look at planning for unforeseen circumstances. No matter how good our investment plans and you know uh, our plan towards retirement, it can always be derailed by a serious illness, hospitalization, critical illness. Any of these uh, c- can really derail our, our retirement plans. Absolutely. Now, speaking of planning, what are the sort of instruments that exist out there that can help us plan for our retirement? I mean, do they all boil down to them being savings plans or are there sort of hybrid plans that help you invest at the same time? I think there are really a variety of uh, plans these days in the market, savings plans, investment plans. And these can cater to different retirement planning needs of every individual, depending on their situation, as well as their appetite to take risk. And many of these are now very flexible. You can choose, um, if it's an investment or savings plan, you can choose various premium and policy terms that can best meet your financial needs. Um, and some of them, you can receive uh, pol- uh, protection coverage at the same time. If you are looking to make your money work harder and accelerate the wealth, you can perhaps consider taking ILPs, investment link plans, or consider uh, other investments in the market, unit trust, shares, stocks, alternative investments, property, So there are really a variety of uh, vehicles now for us to to grow our wealth. Again, it's best to to take a look at what what is your current portfolio. And my advice would be to not take risks beyond what you're prepared to take. Even if you see flavors of the month, we see NFTs going for crazy prices. Mm. Uh, But that does not mean that NFTs are are good for all all of us. We really have to decide what percentage of portfolio goes into uh, each type of investments uh, that that is uh, right for our particular situation. Right. People want the upside that comes with speculative investments, you know, but of course that comes with risk as well. Now, we started talking about the uh, need to start planning early and we all know the importance of a long runway. But like you say, life passes by really quickly in the blink of an eye, you're 20 years older. So for those listening in right now thinking, gosh, I think I may have missed the boat. I have a lot of white hair. Is it ever too late to start retirement? planning? Well, Michelle, the the best time to start planning for retirement was yesterday, (laughs) Uh, but (laughs) failing which the next best day is today. Um, So really, uh, you know, although I say that in jest, but uh, but we do know that uh, time in investment always beats timing the investment. 
right? So the amount of time we spent having our funds invested definitely trumps uh, trying to, to beat the market all the time. We will have somebody that has more knowledge than us, more experience than us, that will be able to beat the market better than us, for sure. But the amount of time we spend is probably the greatest determinant of how we can make use of time. And really, by doing me first, start early, I think these are some of the keys that, that we can do. And, you know, again, like I said, these days, retirement plans are extremely varied and flexible. Mm. Um, some companies have, have plans that can be taken up, uh, even up to a very ripe, ripe senior age, right? Uh, or you can example, start at a senior age. Oh, that's great. Yes, mm. yes, yes, yes. For example, in income, we have plans that can start even those up to age 85 for oh. some of our plans. Oh, so, that's fabulous. Exactly. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> Because, you know, yeah, often people so, think, you know, I won't be able to get an uh, integrated shield plan after a certain age. And they think that naturally translates across the board. But it's great to hear that at age 85, you can start a retirement plan. Yes, absolutely. Um, in, in, in fact, being now at 85, there's mm. so many other ways that, uh, that, that we have that are available to all of us that, that we can look at, right? So not just all the speciality investments. Mm-hmm. If, if some of the listeners are wondering, wow, this world of unit trust, uh, uh, you know, an IOP is, is too complicated for me. Look to simple things, right? For example, as something as simple as CPF. We do know that CPF, uh, OA and SA currently now offers us decent interest rates, 2.5%, yep. 4%. And these are good interest rates to go with. Mm. Um, we can consider doing voluntary top-ups of the uh, special account via the retirement, retirement sum topping up scheme. Another great way to prepare for retirement while saving taxes is the supplementary retirement scheme, SRS. And all these can, can really help to, to boost our retirement funds. Yep. Uh, we did a whole show on why you should top up your SRS account before the end of December last year because you want people to yes. save on their taxes this year. Tan Chuan, how always a pleasure speaking with you. Thank you for being with us this morning. Thank you, Michelle. Pleasure to be here. Tan Chuan Hao is Chief Agency Officer, NTUC Income. I hope we've helped you out with the mindset. Remember to put yourself first and that it's never too late to start. You can even start at the age of 85 with NTUC Income when it comes to planning for your retirement. This is Money and Me, the show all about personal finance. I'm Michelle Martin. Thank you for your company. Before acting on the information on Money FM, please consider if it's suitable for your own investment objectives, financial situation, and risk tolerance. To listen to more great interviews, download our podcasts at moneyfm893.sg or download our audio app. That's A-W-E-D-I-O. Available on Google Play or the App Store.